Welcome to Chopping Down the RD Exam. I'm Dietitian Faraz. I hold a doctorate in education. I've been a professor for several years, and I'm here to help you conquer your exam, and I know you will because you are smart, you are skilled, and you got this. Hit it. Hi there, welcome to another episode. Today we're going to be covering motivational interviewing. With that being said, let's get down to our appetizer question. Which of the following is not a principle of motivational interviewing? A. Rolling with resistance. B. Initiating independence. C. Avoiding arguments. D. Developing discrepancy. So the main premise of motivational interviewing is that if you want to change something, you can totally do it. Motivational interviewing, also known as MI, is a counseling approach that tries to resolve ambivalence and values, empathy, collaboration, and respect for people's autonomy and self-determination. It's really a client-centered approach that's all about promoting that intrinsic motivation and understanding how our thoughts and feelings influence our behaviors, like recognizing that little voice in our heads that can either hold us back or push us forward. In MI, the focus is on the client and practitioner working together instead of the practitioner only giving direct advice to the client. So it's really a partnership. And the goal is to create a safe and non-judgmental space where people can freely explore their thoughts and feelings about change. So MI has some really important key principles that we need to be aware of for our exams. The first is developing discrepancy. And this basically involves helping people recognize the difference between their current behavior and their future goals, values, and aspirations. It's like holding up a mirror to the participants so they can identify the mismatch between current behavior and where they want to be in the future. And by looking at this discrepancy, our clients can start considering the benefits of making a change and finding reasons why they might want to change. The idea is that people are more likely to change when they can observe that current behavior and they can observe that it doesn't fall in line with their values. Next up, we have something called avoiding arguments. And MI promotes a non-confrontational approach. Instead of arguing or pushing for change, the emphasis is on understanding the client's perspective in a respectful way. And this helps really reduce defensiveness because that can totally happen in a client setting. And by avoiding arguments, it mitigates that chance of that happening because it allows for a more open and collaborative conversation. Then we have rolling with resistance. In MI, resistance to change is actually expected and accepted. So we assume that there's going to be some resistance happening in the session with the client. And the focus is really on acknowledging and respecting the client's ambivalence or hesitation instead of just forcing or pressuring the client to change, just drilling it into them. We don't do that in MI. What we do is we roll with the idea that resistance is going to happen and we accept it. 
And by maintaining a collaborative and understanding relationship, the conversation between the practitioner and the client can flow more smoothly. And that's what we want because when conversations are smooth, they allow for more open discussion. And that's really a big thing that we want to do in motivational interviewing. We want the client to open up and to explore their thoughts so we can help them make the changes that they want to. Next principle we need to keep in mind is expressing empathy. So MI emphasizes the absolute importance of showing empathy and understanding towards clients' perspectives, emotions, and experiences. And by the practitioner expressing empathy, we basically build trust and create a supportive environment for change. Then we have supporting self-efficacy. And MI aims to boost people's confidence in their ability to make positive changes. So it's all about building your clients up. And the practitioner helps clients recognize their strengths, overcome obstacles, and develop strategies to manage challenges and setbacks. And this support actually enhances the client's belief in their capacity to create meaningful change. So those are the key principles of MI, and we can actually remember them with the acronym DARES, with the D standing for developing discrepancy, the A standing for avoiding arguments, the R standing for rolling with resistance, the E standing for expressing empathy, and the S standing for supporting self-efficacy. Now, in addition to the key principles of MI, we also have some steps that we need to be aware of, and they include engage, focus, evoke, plan. So this goes in a sequence where the practitioner engages with the client, and they basically just build that rapport and establish a collaborative relationship. They're establishing that climate of trust so you can get the client to open up and voice what it is they want to change and help them navigate that. Then the next step is focus. And this is where as the practitioner, you try to steer the conversation to more about the client's goals, values, and areas of ambivalence. You're really trying to gather discussion about what the client is intending to do in the future and what are they ambivalent about. Then comes evoke. And what that stage is, is basically you're trying to promote something called change talk, which is just conversation that's encouraging the client to express their motivations and reasons for change. And at the same time that you're trying to promote change talk, you're trying to minimize something called sustained talk. And that just basically consists of statements or conversations that overall end up supporting maintaining the current behavior, we want to minimize that and get the client to do more of that change talk because we want them to be successful in the change that they want to do, right? Then the last stage is a plan. We basically, as practitioners, make a plan for our clients that is going to help them go forward with the change. We actually go through motivational interviewing as well as other counseling theories and educational theories in our dietitian exam review program, which goes over the relevant topics on the RD exam through video lectures and colorful notes. And you can check that out on our website at chompdowndietetics.com. With that being said, let's go back to our appetizer question. Which of the following is not a principle of motivational interviewing? A, rolling with resistance, 
B, initiating independence. C, avoiding arguments. D, developing discrepancy. So the first thing we got to notice about this question is that it's asking for which of the answer choices is not a principle of motivational interviewing. So not being the operative word. So because of that, we're going to go through all our answer choices and basically just pick out which of these doesn't belong in the mnemonic that we have, which is dares. So let's start with A, rolling with resistance. That does belong in our mnemonic of dares. It stands for the R specifically. So this can't be the right answer choice. We can eliminate it. How about B, initiating independence? That totally sounds like it could be a principle of motivational interviewing, but because of our mnemonic, we know it definitely isn't. Therefore, this could very well be the right answer choice. So we're going to pocket this, and just because we always say to go through all the answer choices, that's what we're going to do, even though this very much looks like the correct answer, we're still going to go to C, avoiding arguments, and that is part of our mnemonic. It's the A in dares. So we know this can't be the right answer choice. We can eliminate it. Then we move on to D, developing discrepancy. And we know that is also in our mnemonic. It specifically represents the D in dares. So we can eliminate this as well, leaving us with B, initiating independence. And that is indeed the correct answer. All right, that's a wrap for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have any questions or you just want to chat, hit us up on our socials, which are listed in the episode descriptions. You can also check us out on chompdowndietetics.com. With that being said, I will catch you later. Bye-bye.